Welcome everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. You could be doing a million other different things right now, but you so graciously hit the play button and I really do appreciate it. I just want to encourage you through this podcast and as God speaks to my heart and through different topics, you know, through studying his word, um, I just want to be an encouragement. I know we all go through rough times and you know, we don't know where to turn sometimes, and even as us Christians, um, we still have hard times, in it? and uh, it's tough. So I just want to be an encouragement uh, to y'all. Um, I've been really studying Psalms 23. I heard this song on YouTube, and it was composed by Shane and Shane, and uh, that's what the song is called, <laughs> Psalms 23. And the way they uh, composed the music to this psalms really jumped out. I mean, it grabbed a hold of my heart. and I think I listened to that song like a hundred times. I mean, it, I have it on. Every, everywhere I go, I have it blaring. <laughs> um, but, you know, after listening to it, I, I, you know, I didn't want it to be just a song that I'm singing. I want to sing it, but I really wanted to dive down deep and See, what is God saying in Psalms 23? You know, every time I hear Psalms 23, you know, I hear it in, you know, kids' class or at a funeral. But I, my, me personally, I never really dug deep and to see what God is saying. So Psalms 23, um, let, me, let me read it. It's only six verses. And then uh, kind of talk about at least the first part of it, the first sentence, <laughs> anyways. But Psalm 23 was written by David, and just kind of a little background of it, David at this time was running for his life, and Saul was trying to kill him. Saul was the king of Israel at that time, and was really jealous of David, because all the people were praising David because he killed Goliath. And so Saul just wanted to get rid of him. Um, And also David, growing up, was a shepherd. And uh, he took care of his sheep, and he knew the relationship between a shepherd and, a, and, a, and his flock of sheep. So that's what this is kind of marrying right now. So Psalms 23 uh, starts out saying that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. And surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Right now, I just, right now, I just want to zoom in on that very first part. The Lord is my shepherd. Wow. You're t- I mean, we're talking about the Lord, Lord God of the universe. I mean, that created the sun, the moon, all these galaxies. You know, we look at the earth and all the animals in it from and then the tiniest little organisms and how they function and all that 
but he wants a relationship with me he wants a relationship with us daily I mean you think about the the Lord is my shepherd a shepherd takes care of his sheep and takes care of his flock I mean that's his flock and it's a constant daily relationship that we have with God and that's what God you know that's what David's um, telling us you know what's the relationship between the a shepherd and a sheep <laughs> you know and as I was thinking about this can you imagine what if God was to snap his fingers right now <laughs> and we all turned into sheep what would our sheep look like <laughs> then I got to thinking hmm I think Jeremy's sheep would probably have a long beard <laughs> a big old beard <laughs> just sitting over there <laughs> that would be funny Steve sheep would probably have black uh, glasses and dirty hooves because I work with Steve so his hands are always dirty and, ugh. Steve Steve wash your hands so you know what his sheep's gonna have dirty hooves <laughs> you know and I started thinking about my sheep <laughs> of course my sheep would be probably probably be brown <laughs> maybe a little oversized I'm, I'm, I'm not sure depending on who you ask and my sheep will probably have a comb over on top of the head <laughs> and it'll probably be eating a lot too I'm just, I'm just saying it'll be eating up all the grass <laughs> but of course in this psalm you know God's not saying that we're literally sheep you know this is a symbolic um, message that he's trying to give, get across to us you know the Lord is my shepherd shepherd he is a personal God the Lord God wants us to have a personal relationship with us, and that's the very, the very first thing we, you know, us as Christians, and myself included, is in order to, for the Lord to communicate with us, we have to hear, we have to hear His voice. Through all the chaos of the world, we have to hear His voice, and it's hard because we get bogged down with life and I mean we're going to and fro to so many different things and and we don't we don't hear it you know what is God trying to tell us right now today you know a shepherd guides his sheep you know is God guiding us in the direction that he wants um, I'm reading this book called a a shepherd's look at Psalms 23 and uh, it is a big challenge and I really do recommend that book um, you know he talks about you know his life as a, as a shepherd and you know whenever he buys his sheep um, he brands his sheep um, that way he can take full ownership of it you know and that's what God does to us you know whenever we trust Christ man we are bought with the blood of Jesus Christ okay in 1st Corinthians 620 says for ye are bought with a price you know therefore glorify God in your body and your spirit which are God's we are bought with a price and how people could tell us apart is how uh, you know when when things happen in our life you know we are to deny deny ourselves and take up our cross in Mark 8 34 
you know, and, that, and that's hard. It's hard to deny ourselves because, you know, we're sinners. We want to do what we want to do, you know. But as, as we come to, you know, come to Christ, Christ said he is the good shepherd, okay? He wants to take care of us. He wants to lead us. We become in his full control. He want, you know, and I mean, that that's what he wants. And so th- there were some questions that really challenged, challenged me. Um, and I want to, you know, relate it to you and kind of challenge you. It, first question is, do I really belong to him? Do I really recognize his right to me? Do I respond to his authority? Do I sense a purpose because I am under his direction? Um, man, those, those are some hard-hitting questions, you know? Do I really recognize his right to me? You know, as a saved, blood-bought believer, do I recognize that? You know, he has authority over my life. And I just want to challenge y'all to, uh, man, to really just dig down deep and, and does, you know, just see what, is God my shepherd? Is he really my shepherd? And if not, I mean, just personal PM me and, you know, we'll talk and I'll try to do my best to answer your questions. You know, is Another question is, is God my savior? That's another one. You know, has God even bought me? You know, and man, I'm just telling you that God of the universe wants a personal relationship with you. And uh, it's just a realization of, you know, why, why are we separated from God? Um, you know, he just... He wants a relationship with us. And that's all, that's all I'm saying. I'm trying to keep this short. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but again, I really do appreciate it that you're tuning in. And really, um, it really encourages me, you know, after studying. I don't, there's so we can, we can look at the Lord as my shepherd for hours upon hours and just talk and talk and talk. So if you have uh, any questions or any comments, just message me and we can talk about it and go from there thank y'all so much again really do appreciate it well hi there again thank you so much for joining me and i just want to encourage you as we jump back into psalms 23 last podcast we talked about the lord is my shepherd and how god wants a daily relationship with us a challenge last week was to train ourselves to hear God's voice each and every day through the craziness of life we're just so bogged down with going to two things that we don't stop and try to hear God's voice and that's what God wants he wants a daily relationship with us but as we zoom in on the second half of that verse It states, I shall not want. Now, there's two definitions that I've learned about the word want. The word want means not lacking in proper care. And the second definition is being so good in the Lord, we don't desire anything more. 
And wow, what a goal for us Christians, that we can be so content in the Lord that no matter what, our relationship with God should be enough. But what does God provide for us? He provides food, He provides shelter, water, clothes. I love what Matthew 6, 30-33 says, Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow he cast into the oven, shall ye not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye need all these things. And verse 33 says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. God knows exactly what we need. But, sometimes it's not the name brand stuff. Sometimes it ain't the lobster and steak that we want. You know, it's not the caviar or whatever high quality ribeye or stuff like that. There's not a problem of eating beanie weenies or (laughs) beans and cornbread. As as, As long as it gets the job done, we should be content with it. God gives us so so many resources to, to provide for us. He gives us a job, gives us a house, gives us our own physical abilities, gives us a church family. I love how whenever the church was being formed in Acts chapter 2, and whenever somebody needed, had a need, somebody stepped up and, and provided that need. And that's what God calls us to do, is look for needs and you know have him use us to meet that need we must live a balanced life with the resources that he's given us but because there's a danger in trusting in the resource rather rather than the source there, there's a illustration that Tony Evans said in one of his sermons he said that he had he had this dog and he he was the he was a good owner of that dog. He fed it, gave it water, groomed it. Dog loved him, loyal dog. But one time this dog was eaten, and he reached down and tried to pet that dog, and that dog tried to bite his hand. That dog was growling at him and trying to do everything he could because he was eaten. And he didn't want nobody messing with him or getting near his food. And what an illustration that is when that dog was trusting in that resource rather than the source that gave it to him. And we do that so many times. I know I do. I trust in the resource and then whenever that resource goes away, my faith starts to waver. And it's not in the source that was giving it to me. Man... I, I fell at that aspect. So, you know, my goal is to trust in God rather than the things that He's given me. And I encourage you to do that. God may call us to hardships, 
He may have us experience lack of wealth or material benefits. If God stripped away everything in our lives, could we be content with just being with Him? Wow. We are all going to be sheep to something in this world. We're going to be sheep to our jobs, our family, culture, church activities, looking for the next big event. But will any of them provide our needs like God can? God will provide our physical needs. But most importantly, God will provide our spiritual need. And wow, how, how we need to be spiritually healed. We are all broken. We are all, man, just separated. We, you know, we want what we want. Our, our sin just controls us. Are we can't get ourselves out of the way. And God came to deliver us from that, to, to be our shepherd, to provide for us physically. And now he wants to provide for us spiritually. I love what he says in John chapter number 10, verse 11. Jesus stating, says, I am the good shepherd, and the good shepherd giveth his life for his sheep. Wow. When danger's coming, God is not going to run away. He's not going to go hide or get out of the way of danger. He's going to go towards the danger. He's going to be right there in the midst of the storm with us. What kind of God does that? A God that loves me and a God that loves you and a God that loves us so much that he died on the cross for our sins and if we just surrender our lives to him wow what kind of care and healing he will provide for you and provide for me if we would surrender our lives to God be prepared for God to make a change in you or whoever the change that you make our mindset will change our outlook on life changes our eyes become open the trump wall around our hearts becomes started to crumble down our hearts desire changes what we do with our time changes how we use our resources that he's given us changes what we want changes what we want is what God wants and that makes us to say, I shall not want. Wow, what a Savior, what a Shepherd. God bless.